Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, normally it's quite difficult to promote a match that actively pisses off fans to the point of audible widespread disdain. And yet WWE, much like life, finds a way. Nine mind, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, and these are 10 wrestling matches that pissed off fans. Number 10, Kevin Owens versus Damian Priest. This was a match decidedly less infamous than most featured on this list. It was a match probably that you've already forgotten. It was a routine, patterned WWE match. Some slow, basic template bollocks to start off with, a few near falls chucked in near the end, and then at the finish, of bloody course, a disqualification. Priest was disqualified for kicking too much ass. The reaction of one fan, though, tells a revealing story. When Damien Priest goes mad and the ref rings the bell, a young fan throws his hands up in frustration as if to gesticulate, not this crap again. Fans were actively pissed off that they just wasted 10 minutes of their life. Number 9, Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. The match between Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair on the October 18th, 2021 Monday Night Raw went 21 minutes and 45 seconds. You'd think then that Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair was a match of major importance, but with a patient build with significant stakes. No, it went to a DQ, because of course it bloody did. Advanced nothing in the wider narrative picture and literally only functioned to eat into an exhausting TV runtime that exists not for the fan experience, but to extract every last morsel of advertisement revenue that there is. The match itself was really good, which infuriated the crowd even more. And then it just ended like it was a five-minute angle prelude when Charlotte decked Bianca with a chair. Those cheeky bastards made Bianca no-sell it and make a comeback too to quieten the droning jeers directed at the booking. Why do any of this? Number eight, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. As part of what felt like an endless crusade to get Roman Reigns over as a babyface, Vince took a cynical, antagonistic route at Backlash 2018. And in response, large pockets of the crowd took the quickest route home before the match even finished. The premise was thus. Instead of a dynamic monster mash, in which both explosive men would lob bombs at one another in a charged sprint, Samoa Joe was ordered to grow 
grind the match to an intentionally criminally boring halt. Seriously, they booked an intentionally dull match to make it seem better when it wasn't dull. Joe was cast as, I mean, let's just say it, Baron Corbin to make Roman look like he'd saved you from the boredom. He only saved you from the traffic. Number seven, The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. The Fiend versus Seth Rollins was an illogical, migraine-inducing atrocity in which hammers were illegal in a match where nothing is illegal, unless, of course, they were bigger than the illegal hammer, in which case they were legal. Yeah, this will get WWE fans to chant for AEW. Number six, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. The match between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34 didn't so much piss off the fans as the match graphic alone did. They just didn't want to see it. WWE knew they didn't want to see it. Reigns was booked in the Royal Rumble match as the man who elicited anxiety by casting doubt over Shinsuke Nakamura's win. Nakamura didn't last eliminate a heel. He eliminated the man you hated the most at the time to give him the maximum babyface shine. The man you hated then proceeded to headline WrestleMania. What did they think was going to happen? In New Orleans, the crowd shit on the match before it even started. I mean, Lesnar was hardly someone they wanted to cheer with a contrarian feeling either. His monster heel act had destroyed their spirits. In quite the irony, the New Orleans fans did in fact get what they want. Roman Reigns pissed thick plasma and was battered to a harrowing extent without winning the big one. Even so, this wasn't enough to make a pissed off crowd give a toss. Number five, The Fiend versus Goldberg. Right, this was either the funniest or most dispiriting match of all time. Surely, The Fiend's mask, though, swings this debacle into schadenfreude territory. The Fiend looked happy after his lengthy undefeated streak and total domination of WWE television fizzled to crap after a Goldberg jackhammer executed so poorly that, upon pinning the poor bastard, the fans in Saudi Arabia popped, but the online response was drastically unfavorable. These uncommitted morons, so craven in their mission to make nothing matter at all, ran a, somehow the fiend has returned, post-match angle of sorts. The fiend just stood up, stood there, beaten, and then promptly pissed off. What was he doing? What does the law suggest? By standing behind Goldberg's back? Perhaps this was a coded message about one day exact his revenge. Yeah, we're still waiting. Number four, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Bray Wyatt contrived to wrestle a match that pissed off the fans in the arena that he wasn't even working at at Payback 2017. He led Randy Orton into the darkest suburbs of his psyche or some bollocks in a silly, drab walk and brawl through the titular House of Horrors. House of Horrors, man. Jesus. What was the address? 666 Scary Lane Halloween Town. The fans in the SAP Center chanted boring very loudly because they had no clue why they had to endure a cinematic match years before a global pandemic. Number three, Sting versus Abyss. In WWE, Sting was wrong-footed into thinking he'd be promoted as an iconic figure and not some unwitting target of Triple H's ego and Vince McMahon's undying need to prove that he won once. For God's sake, Vince, we know! It was a hatchet job. If he'd stayed, he'd be doing woo noises alongside Exana on a bloody Legends night. But he left 
left because he knew better and had the dignity not to fire back. He was better than them. In DNA, Sting fared much better. But he was asked to do bollocks like this. Vince Russo, with no compunction, asked him to do a last rights match with Abyss. A coffin took about two sodding minutes to lower from the ceiling as Vince Russo thought hokey theatrical nonsense was an acceptable replacement for drama. The pissed-off Impact Zone crowd shouted fire Russo in reaction to the debacle and Russo popped his 1999 supernatural stiffy and the whole thing goddamn reeked. In DNA, Sting was also made to... Number two, Sting versus Jeff Hardy. Why was Jeff Hardy even allowed to compete, even in an impromptu squash? At Victory Road 2011, Sting was scheduled to defend the title against Jeff Hardy. Hardy arrived utterly incapable of working a match in what was a grim scene, and he looked lost behind the eyes. He nearly lost his footing on the ring steps and had to be forcibly held down by Sting to arrive at a pre-arranged finish. The Impact Zone fans were understandably furious. TNA had just delivered to them the worst possible solution to a problem they were too disorganized to even identify when the pay-per-view was still ongoing. How did they let this happen? Number one, the 2015 Royal Rumble match. Again, they knew what they were doing. They knew that you didn't like Roman Reigns much, and at the 2015 Royal Rumble, they built an entire match around making sure you liked him a little bit more than you did, which was not at all. This wasn't exactly an intelligent pitch, was it? Nor was it a successful one. The layers to this monstrosity, I'm not joking, are endless. To make you like Roman Reigns a little bit more than you did, which again was not at all, he had to overcome the odds against both Kane and The Big Show. Oh, good. To get the heat on Kane and The Big Show, they eliminated everyone that you really liked, who were instructed to act as if they were dead in order to look as weak as possible. You were reminded, as Kane and Show dumped these corpses on the pyre, These two are dinosaurs. They've been here forever. They're old, they're slow, they're boring as balls. WWE reminds you how crap it was for years just to make Roman a little bit less unpopular in a comparative exercise. And the crowd droned their displeasure. They didn't boo, they droned. As bored as they were pissed. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.